1: Posted on dimlywit.com.
2: We are your new go-to girls for everything bad. Oh.
1: What is love? Tracy, don't hurt me. Tracy, don't hurt me. No more. Yo, love
2: is wild. <laughs> It is wild to be single today. Like, I know. I can't even
1: I feel so proud of myself for knowing like, OK, so we've talked about some of these stuff on the, like on the show. So we know what ghosting is, right?
2: Yeah,
1: I feel like that's a common one. We know friends with benefits. We know sliding into the DMs, mm-hmm. catfishing we've talked about.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's already That's enough. That's enough like terminology for Unfortunately, me. There's more. But wait. But There's wait. more. It gets worse. So I don't know. I, I feel like this is like dating is hard enough. Now I have to know what's happening to me. The definition by definition.
2: Yeah. Because when somebody says it and you're like, they're what? They're wedding me. Yeah. Crumbing me. Yes. Like, I'm like, bitch, just be like, he's dragging you along, stringing you along. Just stop doing that. It. It, I refuse to use half these words.
1: It's unbelievable. And it gives me like anxiety. And I, I think it's important that we learn. I think it's important that we know what's happening to us like I guess it is you're educating yourself but like these things existed when I was dating we just didn't call them this we were just like this guy's a fucking asshole, <laughs> asshole yeah. you know what I mean so Tracy and I are gonna try to wrap our heads around some of these words
2: and I'm single so well okay yes <laughs>
1: <laughs> you okay did you just did your uh forgot you just malfunctioned um, yeah. your robot chip you just powered
2: down I- the simulation glitched <laughs> you glitched um and i'm saying i I'm, I'm, i okay I, okay never mind okay
1: so we're gonna have a very very special guest on today her name's dr daryl appleton i keep wanting to call her dr apple but that's not
2: well we're gonna ask her if that's allowed <laughs>
1: she's a doctor
2: <laughs> not dr. Asking, apple not an asking. apple a day keeps the doctor Appleton
1: away. <laughs> uh she's a psychotherapist and a fortune 500 executive coach and she also has her own podcast on our very own channel. That's Looking called. Here. Alan.
3: <laughs> uh, it's called. Feelings and other F words. It's the name of the. Her book that she's going to have coming out. Um, and it, she. She uses it to. Break down. All of the like different things. In our lives that that start with F words. Like family. Finances. Friends. fucking fucking at my
1: so we're very excited to have her on today because she's really smart yeah like really smart not like me and you
2: <laughs> where we're just like i definitely am not shooting off doctor
1: <laughs> doctor we're actually calling ourselves we're actually dr apples we we're you know bad apples we're, whoa we're bad apples but we're going to talk about some of these words. She's going to elaborate later in the show on
2: some of these things. And we have questions from the baddies for her. But Caspering, come on, guys. I don't need <laughs> one more fucking word where it's like what they're nice to you. They ask if they can keep you and then they go shoot. <laughs> and then they change.
1: Uh, all right. So, again, we have some of these words we already know, but. Dating is fucking spooky and it's I hate more that than I, hate that <laughs> I did it just for you. Drink every time I say spooky, you go. Um, it doesn't end. It doesn't end with ghosting because there's ghost busting. Would you like to know what that is?
2: I hope it's when you hit it before you quit it. <laughs> a ghost
1: buster is a person who continues to text and call even when they've been ghosted.
2: Oh, I have those. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Do I have a million of those? Mm-hmm. I'm like, when are you going to get the hint if I'm not in- engaging with you? I
1: can't help but think of Sabotage Sally, like a guy that she'd never hears from him oh, again. And then she's like texting 100%. them random things and I just want to die. It's too much. It's too fucking much. There's Caspering. So Casper was a friendly ghost, right? So this is the nice version of ghosting. The person lets you know they're going to disappear which essentially means they're going to break up with you, but not in person. So, like, it's a little better than ghosting, but caspering is still not great. You don't want to be caspered. It's not on my list of to do's.
2: This is wild. Ah, uh,
1: guys, it's scary out on these streaks. Ha- haunting. Haunting. Have you heard of haunting? Is that like stalking? <laughs> nope. Uh, well, kind of. It's a combination of ghosting. And zombieing, which we'll get to. Haunting. What the fuck <laughs> is
2: going on? Haunting
1: is when a ghost continues to lurk around your social media despite dropping direct contact with you. So an example I a is... I of those as well. Yeah, he stopped responding to your DMs, but he watches your stories.
2: Oh, no, he didn't stop responding. Iris stopped responding, and he's still looking at every story I ever post. Yeah. The first one to look at them. So
1: you're... No, that's not that. That's not there's, haunting. Oh, I'm
2: sure there's another word for we'll that. We'll get to that. Sure. But that's not haunting. Haunting would be if he <laughs> goes at me and then still watches my shit. Correct. Yeah, still watches your shit, which is just weird. Do boys know we can see that? I feel like they're done. I don't. I literally, a few guys are like that. I ignored that I was done talking to, and they didn't understand or get the hint. Still, are the first like ten people to watch my story every post, and I post hundreds of stories. Yeah, a lot, and they're always the first to watch. Yes, it. it's wild. It's I don't like think they must they have know. Set Do you earth. know that, Alan? no see okay so that's why guys don't know that i know well fyi to all the guys that watch my insta stories and probably listen to my podcast so hey how are you um <laughs> i ghosted you for a reason i have no intention of talking to you but please stop watching my stories have can i ever- ask
3: a question real quick yeah.
2: mm-hmm.
3: what did you say because i wasn't actually listening
2: wow mm. <sighs> <are male> trait.
1: <laughs> have you ever zombied someone
2: I don't know what the word "zombie" means.
1: So it's when you someone's ghosted you, and then you suddenly they suddenly decide to come back into your life and act like nothing ever happened, like
2: yeah,
1: like Walking Dead. Like
2: I have, not them.
1: So you've ghosted someone, and then you've just like been seen a cute picture, and been like, "Yo, what's up?"
2: Yeah, <laughs> guilty.
1: You he dirty, like, dirty Damn, zombie. Good. <laughs> Damn I what's up good. with him?
2: <laughs> yeah, sorry for ghosting you. So you oh, zombie them some shit. You You're usually blaming it on my kids.
1: All right, so I, I'm trying to wrap my head around some of these words. So okay, but that makes sense. Like the zombieing thing, it makes sense. It I happens guess, all the yeah. time. But I never thought to put like a word to it because
2: there's no reason to. This is ridiculous. What about submarining Oh my god, this is. You've been submarining No, this is. You got to cut this, Alan. But this is what. His best friend always says that he does to girls, submarines, submarines them. them. Yeah. And then he'll resurface. Is that what it is? Yes. So
1: submarining is another form of zombieing. And the difference is that with zombieing, the person typically tries to offer up a lame excuse of why they disappeared. With submarining, they suddenly reappear as if
2: nothing happened. Yep. They resurface yeah. after months and months. That's so funny. Yes. I can't believe that that's what we're talking about today. So
1: iconic. God, this is something that has happened. To me so much, like things just fizzle out, whatever. See, back in the day, I wouldn't call it ghosting. I would just say like, all right, we just stopped talking. But then like, I don't know, you're at a club, you're at a bar, and you see that person all of a sudden you don't talk about it, but you're fucking again because you just got submarined.
2: Yeah, she always says that. That's so funny.
1: This one's a big Tracy one. Cuffing,
2: you like cuffing? I love cuffing season. You want to explain it? So cuffing season is anywhere from late September, after Labor Day ends, to (laughs) about April, right before Memorial Day starts. Because Memorial Day is the opening of summer, and Labor Day is the closing of summer. So you would like to be single, essentially, at the end of Memorial, at the end of May or April, so that you could Mm -hmm. be ready to go body mode, summer body intact you got to give yourself at least a month actually to get from like cuffing season body to summer body. But, um, cause you know, you end up going out to dinner a lot, whatever with Mm -hmm. your, with your cuffing, with your cuffer. Um, so cuffing season is like somebody to go to pumpkin patches with, go Mm -hmm. to Christmas stuff with, celebrate the Holidays. holidays, with, have somebody to make out with when at midnight Valentine's day. Um, and then like springtime stuff, like going to see flowers or going to romantic uh, spring dates, like cute little picnics or stuff like that. And then all of a sudden summer's around and cuffing season is over. So there's definitely a season. It is all but summer. Guess what summer is called? <laughs> Here's a name for that. What? Freckling. No. I Freckling refuse to call that that.
1: is when people look for a partner in the warmer months, which I don't why? really understand why. I'm not, sure <laughs> I'm not sure why you'd freckle. I'm not sure why you freckle. But yeah, cuffing, cuffing season is, God, it's it's crazy. I, I mean, love
2: cuffing season.
1: It's just something we've always
2: done. People I'm not always even going to lie to you. Last year, I was taking matching pajama Christmas pictures, was single by February. So oh literally cuffing God. season. Oh my God. Oh my God. Big cuffing season advocate. Orbiting. I, I can imagine circling around somebody, yeah. covering your life around. So it's
1: when you've been ghosting by someone, but they still view your Instagram. They're orbiting you. They're just watching. They're just circling you. I literally
2: hate these terms. It's
1: crazy.
2: Who decided this and made it a thing? And then we all just like fell in line.
1: I, we just do. We've talked about catfishing. Yeah.
2: Catfishing is, I mean, that's the ultimate trigger word.
1: So with catfishing, it's really dramatic. Like you were talking to someone and then you realize they're like a 600 pound woman.
2: No, it's not even that. It's like some of these girls that are unrecognizable. Nope. From their Instagram stories. Nope. That
1: is called my friend's kitten fishing
2: is hat fishing on here because oh, we're getting are. there. Okay.
1: Kitten fishing, fishing too. Is the baby version of catfishing. Um
2: where you look like how you look, but like yeah, your filters are so dramatic yeah. and the
1: Photoshop that you don't even look like that person. It's a stretch of the truth, but it's not as egregious of like lying about your gender. Okay. You know what I mean? So where catfishing you live. is
2: like being another person.
1: It's like saying you're six feet tall when in reality you're like five nine.
2: Is <laughs> still a lie. It's a dramatic <laughs> lie at that because
1: cat uh, kitten fishing you shave a few pounds off or you make yourself look a little younger than you actually are um it's kind of more like a little white lie cat kitten fishing
2: i feel like anybody who uses filters me included i use filters like you definitely have, it's kitten like, fishing it's, we're all doing literally it. look exactly like that it's just like the more enhanced version of you. yeah
1: yeah so we're guilty of kitten fishing a
2: little bit it's just a little yeah, stretch it's a little like, white lie would do like a shot of. i've got fishing. wrinkles <laughs> like, I,
1: I would say i take shots of kitten fishing um so yeah so the difference between cat and kitten like the cat's more dramatic like like a really big lie where the kitten is just a little bit you know maybe you, you make yourself a little skinnier the way you pose whatever it is um okay <laughs> have you ever been cockfished
2: If this is about his dick, I'm uh, I can't because. Yeah. And I've sent him home in tears. So it it is right.
1: People who cockfish or people who send you pictures of their cocks. And then, you know, when you see their cock in real life, you're like, either because they've sent you a photoshopped image. I've stolen a dick pic or just because they've had like great angles on their dick pic and it was all a lie.
2: Cockfishing, I've definitely had that before. Alan's a I don't big cock cockfisher. Him. He doesn't need to be. He's got Rachel. I he's know, fucking married, and he's got a huge wang. Do we know this?
1: I don't know. Let's. I'm gonna zoom on at him and see if I can see if he's lying.
2: Alan, really quick, why have you never submitted to the prettiest Venus contest?
1: Can you or just throw your ever. your dick in there? Can we you did? just
2: throw it and then don't tell us it's yours? And then we'll just see how we really feel.
3: How do you know I haven't?
1: Oh. Okay. That's exciting. Okay. That turns me on.
3: (laughs) I feel like this is why I should hire someone for HR, because I could definitely sue the shit out of y'all, but I wouldn't get any money out of it, so... We're like,
1: Alan, show us
3: that dick. Excuse me, HR. I, they keep asking me to show them my dick. and uh,
2: <laughs> Please Tracy don't get an HR to... department.
3: <laughs> Jessica keeps saying stuff about like, ooh, that turns me on. And then that Tracy wants me. And I feel like very- well, What
2: does Tracy say? Would I ever get sued? What have I really said?
3: Alan, <laughs> please That's submit that. your dick to the prettiest penis pageant. <laughs> Just don't tell us it's yours. That I have a recording is- of that right now. <laughs>
1: Uh, show us your pretty pecker, Alan.
3: I please don't call it that ever.
1: <laughs>
3: this has sexual harassment written all over it. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: do you visualize penis on people?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I can tell. Usually I'm pretty good at telling. Yeah. Me too. But then sometimes I'm heavily disappointed and I'm like, well, I also underestimate people in my life and I've been like, definitely not. He doesn't <laughs> have it. And then I was shook to find out and dickmatized. Like I could close my eyes and like even all my friends, like I just know what
1: their dicks look like. I just
2: know. I know it's horrible. It's, it's a horrible, 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 like
1: superpower that we, I just we know. Possess. Alan, put your earmuffs on. I know Alan has a nice one because <laughs> he has like way too much cocky, confidence. Yes, cock
2: confidence. Yeah, he does. He's, He's cocky. got cock confidence. I know. All right, you could come back now. Alan. Confidence, confidence, Co- say it with confidence. me, confidence,
1: confidence. He has confidence, like
3: Alan. Put your earmuffs on. I know you have to edit this
1: later.
2: <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs>
1: you need um mouth to mouth or something hr (laughs) (laughs) i just choked on a strawberry
2: oh my gosh yeah
1: i'm just saying i just know i just know it i just know it and one day i will see it before we part i
2: feel like maybe rachel will be showing up to this no she's a team player she knows
1: it's for the show
2: the sacrifices we make for the show yeah for real I once wore a fucking blowjob bib in a photo shoot. <laughs> <laughs> but in
3: reality, the blowjob bib is our new tits.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <Duh>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my I think gosh. someone should call HR on Alan. <laughs> just yeah. Say, right. I just love that. I get all these props for a photo shoot.
1: Don't tell Tracy, and then I'm like, and
2: then I just do it, like, like I, fucking. In my head,
1: I've worked it all out. Like I'm just gonna like here, put this on real quick. <laughs>
2: You're lucky I'm so easygoing. Most people would be like, uh just I'm not wearing a blow drop bib.
1: 100. percent I know. There's no one I know that would wear a blow drop bib but you.
2: Notice <laughs> there's not one
1: for myself. It's just like, like we're not, it's not like, hey, can we both wear this? I'm like, hey boo. Um okay.
2: put, this put this on for electronics. The
1: and then I return it to Amazon and it gets weird. Okay. Do you remember that? I was chatting with the guy and they're like, Here's the order number. What's the item called? A blowjob bib? It was a fucking
2: nightmare. Actual nightmare.
1: All right, let's continue on because we need to learn the lingo. We need to know what kids are saying these days. We need to know if this is happening to us. Mm -hmm. Do you know what pocketing is? Nope. So pocketing is when the guy you're fucking doesn't introduce you to his friends and his family or anybody, even though you've been dating for a while, pretty much he's keeping you a secret. He's keeping Mm -hmm. you in his pocket. Mm -hmm. So sometimes pocketing is not malicious. It's not meant on purpose, but and if what is it,
2: but What is pocketing? So pocketing
1: life? is a situation where your guy you're fucking hasn't introduced you to his friends or his family or other important people in his life, even though you've been seeing each other. So you're pretty much a secret. Mm-hmm. Now, again, it's not always of malicious intent, but if you've been dating a while and like seeing each other and you haven't met anybody, it's time to start question if he's pocketing what is that?
2: you. Wasn't there just a TV show that just came out? about this mm-hmm. yeah it was um wait there was a tv show about tv show about
1: <gasps> pocketing hiding your
2: spouse mm. hold on help i'm in a secret la- relationship on mtv yep. oh. help i'm in a secret la- relationship on mtv hold on um Yeah. And it was about people who uh, they would put them in front of each other and confront the person of why they weren't doing it. And usually it was like something significant. They had somebody else or they were embarrassed of that person or like they never really wanted to be with them, but they were stuck at this point. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Like they wanted to end it, but they're like, we've been in here so deep. Like, I feel like whatever it is, what it is at this point, but I don't want to introduce you to anybody, which is shitty as fuck, but.
1: Pocketing sucks. Like pocketing is. You don't want to be the secret if that's going on and you've you got to yeah. get out of that. It may also not be just that they want to keep you a secret, but it's like a step that they're not ready to commit to. So that could be also it. Cause you know, you introduce them friends and family, it's a mm-hmm. big step. But God, if he's not ready to go there, what is the relationship really that serious? Probably not.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Eclipsing. We've all been guilty of this. Do we know what eclipsing is? Anybody? No. <laughs> So what any of these eclipsing is when you adapt things that they're into and like make it your own. So like, Oh,
2: everyone does this. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says. Some people just do it because they're like, Oh, let's try it out. And then they end up liking it. Or they're like, they don't realize it's subconsciously. They're like secretly starting to like something else. Like, yeah, man, I've done this plenty of times.
1: So I've done this before. Like <laughs> I've pretended to love football, watched many a football game. I don't know what's going on. I hate it but I want to be the cool girl that likes football on Sunday and drinks beers. So I'm like, yeah, go team. Do I give a fuck? No. Yeah.
2: Sports. That's Yay. Just-
1: sports is me eclipsing. Okay. Because I do not care, but I've done that so many times, looked up the Yankee score just so I could have that conversation with a guy was banging wow. like, wow. Hey, did you see, those- see those Yanks tonight? <laughs> like, and it's always worked out. It's really actually not bad to eclipse. I think eclipsing is going to bring you closer together. It's you know what? It's it's seen as a negative, you, but like it's not bad it's to awesome. learn the other person's interest. Not
2: only that, like you try something out and then you're like, oh, wait, maybe I actually kind of do like this. Yeah. And then you guys can do stuff together like stuff you would normally not think you would like. Um, I don't think eclipsing is a bad thing. See, but
1: then like I have a friend that eclipsed with this girl and he like became vegan for her that's different. he became gluten-free i'm like bro you don't have a gluten allergy (laughs) why are you eating gluten-free like he completely like all of a sudden this guy would sleep till noon every day
2: he's going hiking at like 8 a.m i'm like bro yeah no a big 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 uh non-negotiable for me is if him or his family do marathons of any kind right anyone who runs what i'm not going to pretend to do is run
3: you (laughs) ever ever invite me to a turkey trot and i'm gonna be like bye
2: what the fuck? Is that some Southern shit? A turkey trot? What the it's, fuck
3: is that? It's a it. It's usually a 5K that happens on Thanksgiving morning.
2: Mm-mm. Why? No, Thanksgiving morning, I'm finding out which pants stretch the best. <laughs> my,
3: my first Thanksgiving with Rachel's parents afterwards, they were like, gosh, we ate so much. Do y'all want to go for a walk around the neighborhood? And in my mind, I'm going, fuck no, I want to eat again.
2: Yeah, yeah or no. lay on the couch till yeah. dessert's ready. I want to be in my, um. what is it called? Tryptophan mode Mm -hmm. when the turkey Mm -hmm. has made me so tired that I fall asleep on the couch and do absolutely nothing to help.
1: So I guess eclipsing is, it could be used for positive, but if it's bad like that, we're like, you change your whole personality and like who you are. Yeah. Like you, you start ditching I mean? your friends. We call you do yes. everything with
2: his friends. That's different. Like
1: we called him a chameleon. That's what we called a club saying. I we were like, he's such a chameleon. Cause he just yeah. literally took on That's all like of her traits, Such
2: trade. a better term. Like why are millennial terms being thrown away for
1: 20 <laughs> your grand story? So he wasn't allowed to eat meat cause he had to be a vegan with her. Right. And we were at this barbecue at the beach. Everyone was eating these burgers and we're like, oh, you got to try this burger because we're all like trying to get him to eat meat again. Right. So we give him the burger. He's like, oh, it's the best burger I ever had. And she fucking starts walking up. He throws the burger into the lake. He threw the burger into the lake. We're like, he threw a burger.
2: <laughs> what a loser. Out of a fear of this
1: girl. <laughs> like, that's too much. If you're eclipsing on that level, too much. No chameleon. Don't do it. Don't do it. But if you want to be like me and the guy likes little, you know, Catholic girls and go to church on Sundays for the guy you're fucking, that's not too bad.
2: I feel like trying stuff that your other person likes is.
1: I've done that. That went well.
2: I've done it a million times. I'll continue to do it.
1: <laughs> and like, yeah, I went to church this morning. Why didn't I just tell him that? Why did I actually go? I don't know. Because you were so deep in the eclipse. I was deep, bro. Yeah, you were in deep. Deep in that good dick. Sent me right to church. Pray yeah, for more.
2: Pray for more. <laughs>
1: Ooh. Groundhogging.
2: I can't. Yeah. These are these are out of control now. You're
1: mm, I'm sorry, Boo. You're a groundhogger. I am? Yeah. What is it? Groundhogging is when you go for the same type of person over and over again, but you expect different results. Okay,
2: yes. Oh, this makes sense, because every year he's going to show his shadow or something. (laughs) (laughs) Every
1: every year he shows his shadow.
3: I just want to point out for Patreon that fucking look of fear in Tracy's eyes just then as the iPad started moving. I looked up to see her just being like, Oh, no.
2: <laughs> oh my god all i thought was that whole thing's gonna shatter and alan's gonna kill me it's not mine
1: it's no- trust oh, me man. she's
2: more afraid of you than I me i don't give a shit about her <laughs> oh. i'm scared you're gonna leave us we're gonna be in the dark <laughs> anyway
1: you know he's under his new equipment He's like, oh, can you send me the old equipment back? I'm like,
2: sure. I'm thinking it's just on a pile. On
1: <laughs> it's just in a million tangles and cords, never getting into a. So pile. That's
3: why you said <laughs> I feel like I should hang on to it a little bit longer. <laughs>
1: the thought of trying to untangle it it gives me such bad anxiety i can't do it
3: dude don't even worry about untangling it just put it in a box and like ship no it.
1: alan it's no. in the big it won't fit in a box it's
2: just a mess. i'm crying maybe i should hang on to it a little <laughs>
3: oh my god what is wrong with these people. Not even that. I got her the new equipment, got it all set up, and her first response was, but what about this? And I was like, you motherfucking.
2: <laughs> you ungrateful mm-hmm. as bitch. Yeah,
3: essentially. Hell, we started today with her being like, I kind of like the old mic stands that oh, we I have. Even so after annoying. asking the for worst. these mic stands specifically.
1: She's the worst. I can't. <sighs> all right everyone take it easy relax my little groundhogger so like what they say is when you're on the abs and you're swiping on the same profiles like the cycle is just gonna repeat like i get it you're I' are dating for the, the same, same person time.
2: but what happens if i go for somebody different
1: that's great and you might have success but you
2: might not and that's also okay and i, just I might would- realize that all guys are the same. And just because they look different than my normal type, they're still assholes. I mean, maybe,
3: but at least then, like, you'll be with someone who has more brain cells than the speed you went in the Tesla.
2: <sighs> it's the that was a personal me. attack. Wow. For- <laughs> <laughs>
3: look, you can't what just be like, Tony, Jerry, you know, all the
2: stereotypical Italian Jersey. I don't go for Italian, ever. I avoid Italian Tracy, men. Tracy, don't hurt me. I literally don't go for Italian men. I go for Spanish guys. That's always what I go for. Hmm. They look
1: like we don't want to be, then. I was about to they're say. Not. They're not. They're just, they're tan. they got
3: the shaped-up beard and hair, and it matches.
1: And muscles and tattoos and Timbs. Right, but,
2: yeah. And Yankee fitted. Yeah, yeah. And... Yeah.
1: And they look stupid and they're idiots and I hate them. And we're getting you a new guy and you might have one and that's good. If they go
3: to the barber and ask for a straight razor at any point on their beard, they're not for you.
2: Wow. So this one either, I guess. A person. To
3: or a slice in the eyebrow.
2: This one either. A slice <laughs> in the eyebrow. Who's doing that at 40? You
1: gotta stop slicing your I, eyebrow. I've
2: never said anything about eyebrow slicing. That was Alan. <sighs>
1: Uh, okay, cookie jarring. Um, Tracy's cookie jarred some people for sure. Why are you telling me it's a dating She's trend a
3: committed relationship of too long?
1: <laughs> it's a like dating trend that is when you really have no like you really don't plan on settling down with somebody, but you string them along.
2: Okay, yes.
1: you become their cookie jar and they can dip into you whatever they feel like. Yes, you can
2: because oh I'm gonna get rid of you on my terms.
1: So. <laughs> So, cookie jarring. Yeah, it's just Have I been cookie jarred for sure? I'm like, this guy likes me, but then he just dips his cookie in and then he vampires me. What's the other scary words? Once. Once. Yeah. <laughs> How do people keep up with this? Like, if I'm calling you, I'm a single girl, I'm like, oh, I just got cookie jarred and now he's haunting me and now I we're like- in an eclipse. Oh, I'd be like, what fuck? the fuck is going on? Okay. Oh, here
3: we go. It's basically like football. You've got to have the wristband. So when your girls call you, yeah. you can flip it over and be like, no, no, no. Okay. Yeah. All
2: right. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh.
1: Speaking of what? groundhogging, untyping. Okay. So untyping is when you ditch your usual type, you embrace somebody That's what new. I'm doing right now. I know. So if like your type hasn't worked out in the past, it's time to untype. Aha. Uh-huh. Untyping. Hit me. I like that. I've been wanting you to untype forever.
2: Mm. How's that going?
1: We're going. We're going.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Benching. Ah, uh, we've all been benched. If you like someone but you're not ready to commit, you may be benching them as like one of your options.
2: Yeah, I've done that to plenty. I've guy friends
1: that do this so much. They I'm like, you got like six chick bench, like just pick one, <laughs> just pick one.
2: They're on the bench waiting. Mm-hmm. I got that
1: voice fishing. So this is really crazy. So yeah, I...
2: something about <laughs> a sexy voice over the phone will have you totally tra- traumatized. And
1: so on dating apps, people will put on a fake accent or like a fake dialect to impress their potential matches.
2: That's insane. <laughs> Fucking
1: funny. So on Hinge has the voice note now. Have you been on Hinge lately? No. Have you? Were you on when you could hear someone's voice? Because I love. It. I think it's I the best part.
2: I don't know. I don't remember. I really didn't use dating apps a lot.
1: Mm. So Hinge now has a thing where you could record a, a something mm-hmm. like, "Hey, nice to meet you. Check out my profile, whatever the fuck it is." And like the guys are so weird. Like, oh, I don't like it.
2: I don't think I, I was listening to one guy
1: that. and he was like, do you want to hear my impression of like Davy Duck? I'm like, mm, no, uh,
3: I was about to bring up the one that I saw on TikTok where he goes on and he's like, hey, do you want to hear my impression of the kid from the wild thornberries? And then it's just like, bah, bah, bah. I mean, it's so yeah. fucking funny. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's funny. It's for like picking up people right. that are actually like anything but weird as fuck like you are. Right, but, hell! If I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna talk in there right after I've woken up when the you know your voice is still like, hey, just <laughs> how you sound.
1: But like, what's the point of voice fishing? Like, if you're you're gonna talk to this person eventually, they're gonna know you're fucking don't have an accent. Weird. It's so weird.
2: They're probably gonna keep up on the accent for one night to fuck you and then never talk to you again.
1: Oh, it's horrible. Roaching.
2: Why? Why? What could this possibly be?
1: Roaching is when the person you're seeing is secretly dating or sleeping with multiple people. So they're like a fucking roach. That's fucking trash. Mm -hmm. This one seems bad examples appropriate. White clawing.
2: Mm, Okay.
1: Ever dated someone (laughs) because they're purely attractive despite their personality? That is referred to as white clawing. I don't get it. Because we all drink white claws because they're like no cool and white trendy, they're but they're trendy gross. They're cool.
2: They're disgusting. Yeah, they were.
1: We made them cool for like a second. No, I didn't drink that ever. We we literally if white claws. If, I, if, I,
2: if I'm talking to a guy and I see him drink a white claw, I'm done immediately. You don't drink whiskey or tequila. I'm done here. You drink fuzzy drinks. Mm. Alan,
3: I I don't like anything that's like sparkling water to begin with because
1: uh-huh.
3: it sounds like somebody like thought of a strawberry and then spit in my water and called it yeah. strawberry flavored
1: so when people are white clawing you're like oh this guy's really fucking hot but he's the worst <laughs> Snaps. Really yeah, <laughs> so you date someone even though they're hot but their personality sucks that's called white oh i've
2: done that yeah yeah that was my last is that every time
1: no just this last one. <laughs> oh my god um all right let's get dr daryl appleton on the phone and let's talk to her about some of these terms and maybe she can guide us and how to in this dating culture how to survive it because i know some hoes that are dying out here yeah it me it's it's her i'll be right back after this break Baddies. This is sick. I just want to say rocket money. You rock. This is absolutely genius. Let's talk about subscriptions. We all have them. We all have them. What are you subscribing to that you don't even know about? 80% of people have subscriptions that they forget about. To me, it's not even that we forget it. Like, I don't even know. Like, I don't even know where half my money goes. Maybe if you have an unused Amazon Prime account or a Hulu account that never gets streamed. So there's finally an app to help track all of your expenses so you don't have to waste money on subscriptions that you don't even use. You might have heard of it. It's called Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill. What's so dope is the app shows you all your subscriptions in one place, and then they cancel Oh my, like... Psh- what you just heard was my mind blowing, they can cancel for you whatever you don't want. Rocket Money can even find subscriptions you didn't know you were paying for. You may even find out you've been being double charged for a subscription. To cancel a subscription, all you have to do is press cancel and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Get rid of useless subscriptions with Rocket Money now. Go to rocketmoney.com slash bad examples. Seriously, this could save you hundreds per year. That's rocketmoneycom slash bad examples. Cancel your unnecessary subscriptions right now at rocketmoneycom slash bad examples. Literally, by Alan. I'm doing this right now. I can't wait to see what bullshit I'm paying for. Calling all brides 2022, 20, 23, 24, and beyond. There is a one-stop shop for everything you need to plan a wedding all in one place. And that, my friends, is Zola. Zola, let me explain to you what Zola is. It is everything. It is everything you could want. They've really thought of everything. I'm talking about venues, invites, registry, photographers, florists, and more. Literally every step of your wedding planning journey. You have Zola. They're like your own wedding planning assistant, free to use. You get a free wedding website and whatever style or budget Zola has you covered. Once you've set the date, now you can save the date with invitations right on Zola too. And there's so many great designs to choose from. Now let's talk about the exciting part building your registry, whatever you want, whatever you're into, they've got you covered. Wedding planning shouldn't take over your life and Zola has thought of everything so you can plan the celebration that's right for the two of you. Start planning the wedding you want today at zola.com slash bad examples. Gosh, wedding planning doesn't need to be stressful. It could be fun. It could be fun for not just you, but for your guests, for the family, for the people you love. I talk about this all the time, but when I was getting married, if I had a Zola, it really would have changed the game for me. Baddies, make sure you check out zola.com slash bad examples. Baddie Bride, zola.com backslash bad examples. Baddies, I'm so excited to welcome to the show. Doc, do we call you Doctor Daryl, Doctor Apple? We're all friends here. You talk, you call me Doc Apple. We're the bad apples. You're the good apple. Yeah, we figured that apples. out. <laughs> That's amazing. What <laughs> what what would you like to be called? We'll, we'll call you. What we want to be called. You call me Daryl. We're all friends well, here. You know, I what?
2: thought she was gonna say daddy, and I was like, oh my god, I love <gasps> her. call me daddy. No, you call me daddy. Doctor Daryl. She's getting
0: called Doctor Daryl. She's a no, doctor. She a
2: fucking. You doctorate. earned our respect. Yeah, she should.
1: Yeah. Dr. Daddy. <laughs> Doctor Daddy. That's
2: right.
1: So we're so excited to have you on the show. We're so excited to have you on our platform too. Um, you work with our Alan now, our daddy. Oh my God. You yeah. work with Alan now. Scarred What's flight. that like? Are you nice to him or are you, um, torturing him like us? I sent him something, uh, cause I recorded a
0: bunch of, uh, the episodes for feelings and other Words podcast. And then I was like, delete all of them. I've redone them. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. He's like, don't worry. The baddies put me through again. it. So <laughs> anything you give me right now is okay. I was like, all right. Um, so you guys it broke him in for true. me. Thank you.
2: Yeah, we've <laughs> no, we definitely broke him. that man. We literally life. broke him.
0: <laughs> I know. I love that. We're like cousin. We're like cousin sisters.
3: This
1: yeah. is Yeah, we are. We are. At least
3: every time Jessica calls me, it's my first thought is, fuck, what now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like what, wait
1: when i call you what is your first thought
3: oh there's some kind of improvement oh, he, he happening loves you,
1: yeah <laughs> no he doesn't shut up about you um i feel like i'm being cheated on he's like oh you've got to listen to dr daryl's show she he knows what she's talking so about to
2: help your life i'm like help your life <laughs> and then i never call him because um i don't bother him i bother this Jeff. is me calling
1: alan last night hey, Alan, um, pretend I'm stupid and explain this to me. And he goes, okay, I'll pretend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to
2: Enough. be fair,
1: it was my
3: fourth time explaining this episode.
2: <laughs> We're not. We don't think you're lying. We think she's stupid. We're great. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Last week, she like texted me. She was like, don't hate me, please. And my first yes. thought was, fuck, we can't you. record I'm Tuesday. Tuesday. We've got to reschedule
1: everything. Uh, I thought what you were going to say was much worse. I'm like, no. So, Doc, tell us about, you know, we're learning all these words and breadcrumbing is especially interesting one to me because although it's a small word and there's so many words to describe so many things, I feel like this is one of the biggest when it comes to men and what they do to women. And I feel like
2: also, I feel it's the most obvious. Like when you say breadcrumbing, I'm like, I can figure that out whether I know what it is or not. Yeah. But I feel like, like leaving little hints and trails to find it. But I feel back.
1: like as women, this happens to us all the time and we have no clue what's happening because. Oh, no, I don't know what's happening. It's manipulative. Like, yeah. it, like breadcrumbing, you would use explain it as like a manipulative thing. Like they they know what they're doing right when they breadcrumb you. Can you Break it down for us, doc. Totally. So I'm a huge nerd. So I
0: like the science behind it. Yeah, there we go. Obviously, I'm a huge nerd and I look everything up because I want to know why. Like, I want to know why this happens in the brain through science. And it's interesting because scientifically and neuropsychologically, people who breadcrumb tend to have lower self-worth because they attach their Mm -hmm. self-worth to other people's attention. Mm -hmm. So like all these guys out there, girls too, sure, whoever, people like when they're breadcrumbing, they're getting what they need back because it's like this little bit of like oh do they still like me? Yeah, they do. Okay, I can go. Oh, oh, you're still into it? Okay, l- let's let's go. So they get these like actual dopamine hits in their brain. Mm-hmm. And there's even science that shows that we become addicted to it. It's why people can't have relationships longer than 6 months because at some point and love is a chemical, it's called neuropeptide oxytocin, when it runs out, you start to have withdrawals. And it naturally runs out. And it's about at that six month mark. That's why things go really well. And then all of a sudden at six months, people are like, I don't feel the same. Yeah, no shit. You can't like your brain can't sustain it. This is
2: me. This is wild. (laughs) I get so bored. I just I chalk it up to being like, I'm so bored. I get bored of people. And that's because it's probably so intense in the beginning of your relationship. It is always, mm-hmm. I'm such an intense person. I go from zero to 100 with them. I know in the first 10 minutes of meeting them then the first week, like whether I want to be with them or not.
0: Say same and it also translates to our kids like we're usually so intense in the beginning being like we're gonna have a great time and then like because kids are kids we we get worn out or we're like i'm i'm done with this like let's go home pack up we're yeah. done with disneyland like let that's yeah. classic get, get me again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and it, it comes from this intensity and like if we're gonna go deep into like the therapy psycho psychology part of it and a lot of times like we grew up in families where like it was intense like we either loved hard and like we fought hard so we're used to intensity and that's the baseline. But, in reality, like we need something way more stable. We can't have the high highs and the low lows because it fucks with us. Mm-hmm. So, when we're talking about breadcrumbing, there's actually a lot of research that shows that people who get breadcrumbed on the back end, they actually have lower self-worth, lower satisfaction with uh, dissatisfaction with life, and they they perceive loneliness higher than people who get ghosted. So we're seeing that breadcrumbing messes with us way more than never hearing from somebody ever again and that to me is
1: crazy that is crazy it's it's really sad actually (laughs) like
2: that we do this to each other you know what i feel like such a piece of shit because i know i do this all the
1: time (laughs) i don't care that you're doing it to men they probably deserve it it's fine okay
2: so i'm probably get a
1: dose of
0: their own medicine it's hard because i think like we want we all want attention and there's nothing wrong with that like we can't demonize that it's the human experience. We want to be seen. We want to be heard. Who doesn't want that? We're all on a podcast, for Christ's sakes. Like, we want to be seen and heard. It's a thing. Yeah. But at the end of the day, when you live and die by it, then all of a sudden you're putting your life, your happiness, your well being into somebody else's hands. And that's when it becomes dangerous.
1: Whoa. I know. Whoa. <laughs> Us explaining stuff earlier was so like, yeah this fucking guy we know he orbited my ass fuck him yeah now
2: it's like the neuropsychosis and double and I'm just like I don't know any of those words mean I'm just not right there I went to beauty school
0: but I mean when you break it down into like why we do it hopefully it makes it easier to understand either how to see it or how not to do it ourselves because Mm -hmm. like at the end of the day like we just want peace we want to be happy like if I talk to anybody like all my clients at the end of the day that's what they want And we get in our own ways because we don't know how to get it. No one's taught us how to get there. No one's shown us what to look for. So hopefully when we can explain it, and I'm glad you guys are having these conversations because once you know better, hopefully you can do better. But uh, sometimes that doesn't always work out either. (laughs)
2: Like get
0: me out of here. (laughs) It's definitely a thing though. Like I I think intent matters, right? There is an intent piece to all of this. Like when we're breadcrumbing, like, I'm sure we all know, and maybe Tracy, you know. Like I know what I'm doing. Like I, I know exactly I would, what I'm doing. I, and I think that's the thing, right? It's one thing to be like, "Hey, hope you're well, hope everything's good, and like, happy birthday." Like we're all happy in our lives. It's another thing that's like, I'm. I know you're in a good relationship, and I'm gonna send this text and fuck something up because, like, I want you know the attention, or like, you hurt me, and this is my way to kind of hurt you back. So I, I think with breadcrumbing, like anything, the intent
1: matters a lot mm. we have some questions from the baddies for you because we said what do you want to ask a serious person that knows what they're <laughs> talking about and they said dear doc how do you know the difference between love and lust or if you're just lonely whoa Ooh.
2: that's amazing that's that a
0: that is a really deep question. Love, lust, or lonely, or all of the above? All of the above. <laughs> I think at the end of the day, it's about understanding what each of those things means to you. Because, like, I don't think we do a great job of like defining things in our life. So, if I were to ask this person or any of you, like, what is love? <laughs> Baby, don't hurt me. But I think Tracy, there's something. Baby, don't to- hurt me. I know. I couldn't don't hurt
1: me. <laughs> no more. <laughs> What is love? So Tracy, don't <laughs> <laughs> No
3: <more>. copyright infringement.
0: <laughs> but like, people can't explain that. And sometimes I like, and I work with a lot of executives and, you know, people in the C suite, and always their relationship comes up. And this idea of, even having like lust for work and not wanting to be home and like the idea of lusting after something, it's not, doesn't have to be someone, but something else is exciting, but the love is there at home, like their their home base and, and that touch point, or I'm doing something to pass the time because I am lonely. I think like understanding like what that means in your world is going to help you break down where you're putting your effort and energy into and what you're trying to avoid or what you're trying to actually go to. I will say six months in the beginning of every relationship is all lust. All lust, all of it. Mm. Whether you say you you love each other or not, I'm gonna sorry, not sorry, I'm gonna say it's all lust, and that's okay. But once you get into the love pieces, like once you've had your first fight and figured it out, once you've had that healthy conversation, once you've done hard things together, and I don't know, maybe it's IKEA furniture. I don't know, like but but doing something hard together and surviving it. Now we're entering into like longer-lasting love, mm-hmm. and I think that's like the important piece of that people don't always understand. It's not a feeling
1: necessarily behind it; it's an experience. Well, let's take another question from our baddies. Is it normal to kind of fall out of love during marriage? Roommates with separate bedrooms. Ooh, oof. Oh, honey, yeah,
2: that's no separate good. Separate <laughs> bedrooms are a huge problem. Kinda.
1: I think. I think the answer is
0: yes. Like, yeah, it is normal in the sense of like, you guys need to work at marriage. And again, unpopular opinion, but in healthy relationships, whatever that really means, right? You work at your marriage because like, that's the thing that keeps the rest of the stuff together. And the second you don't work at your marriage, you do become roommates. You become parents to your children. You become people that just cohabitate and you split bills together It's all those love languages. Like that's what keeps things going. That's what keeps it of like, I choose you and I choose you every day. The second your partner stops choosing you, all of a sudden it's like, well, I could get something somewhere else or I'm gonna lean harder into work. And then all of a sudden my loneliness is creeping back up and I'm finding other things to fill that void or or other people.
1: What do you say to someone that, is at the point where they've been married, like not long, like maybe a couple of years in and they've got separate bedrooms going on. Like, is that a good thing to do or should they try to make their way back to the same room? There's no research that
0: supports one way or the other, uh, because I've looked it up because people have asked me that. But I will say the less physical time you have together, the less and I'm going to call it intimacy, not sex, but the less like time you are spending physically together, having shared moments from like sleeping and like that wind down at night, you need to supplement it somewhere else. Then if you're like, listen, my husband snores, I can't, I'm cranky. We got to wake up. Like, I don't, I don't like it. I like sharing a bed. Cool. That's fine. But what are you doing on the back end to Mm -hmm. have special time with just the two of you? Because it needs to be somewhere else. Mm. Well, how often do you sit down and you talk with your significant other about like the things to do around the house or the kids or like, you're not dating anymore. Like you're not getting to know each other, even though you guys are all, you're still growing. Yeah. So nine times out of 10, when I work with couples, they, they stop talking to each other. Like literally they stop having conversations and they start, you know, just repeating their to-do list back and forth. Or they're talking about like, where are we sending Bobby to school? Like, Oh my God. Like, did we, did we get, you know, everything we need for Christmas and it just becomes like more stuff versus like content, like versus like actual conversation. And that's
1: when things start to to fall apart a little bit when we don't have that connection. Well, let me ask you this, because a baddie wants to know, dear Dr. Daryl, can you rekindle after it seems like it's fizzled out? Yeah. You can? Yeah. It takes Whoa. work.
0: It takes work. I usually put people on like a 60-day performance plan, 60, 90 days, just Whoa. like you would at work. And I say to my couples for the next 90 days, I want you to give a hundred percent to each other, because if you can't give 90 days of a hundred percent, you're not going to do another nine years. And when I say hundred uh, percent, I mean, like, what are you guys, what are the goals here? If it's date night once a week, if it's, we have, you know, tequila and talking on Tuesdays, like, cool. Like that's your thing. But the second you start making excuses or other things become more important, or you're not making up missed appointments with your significant other. Then all of a sudden, like, you're showing me this is not important to you. Mm-hmm. So like my recommendation, but at the end of those 90 days is either like stay or go. And I, I try not to be wishy-washy in the middle with it. I try to give them like, I'm a facts girl. Like, here are all the facts that you've shown me. This is all the data we've collected in the last 90 days. You've prioritized other stuff. So like, why should your partner want to stay? Well,
1: so people come to you and they sit like... Couples stare at you and they're like, this guy's, you know, can't get hard. And, and this girl is, you know, doesn't blow me enough. Then they tell you that stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. I am a secret keeper. It's whoa. I love, I love my job. It's great. That's awesome.
3: Thank Rachel and I try to do the twos, which I don't know if you've heard of that system, but it's so like making sure you keep like the fun every two weeks we go out for a date night Every two months, we try to go out somewhere for a weekend, um, like yes. somewhere out of town, and then every two years, out of country. We haven't got to the two years spot yet, um, but that that keeps things fun for us and makes sure that like we're keeping that time. Not okay. that we've got kids that are taking away, but Jesus Christ, <sighs> this dog! Those
1: kids. No, you have life. Life gets in the way always. Yeah, it's yeah. Not always yeah. about the kids.
3: And wedding yeah. season makes it tough because like. You see everybody else that's so in love and you're like, cool, this is just another job for me,
1: but. So Dr. Darrell, my question to you is, (laughs) I want to know so much more about what you do actually. So when people are sitting down with you, are they on a couch? I do everything virtual now, but before, yeah, which is because
0: my clients are all over the world. But um, yeah. when I was doing in person, they would sit on a couch and I love it because you can tell with their body language, what kind of session it's going to be uh-huh. <laughs> Like when they sit down and they're in opposite ends of the couch. I'm usually like, how's it going, yeah. guys? <laughs> and they're like, good. I'm like, oh. you didn't even look at each other. So clearly not. And then, you know, at the end, I kind of do the corny stuff. I'm like, go hold her hand. She, you're not even looking at you're talking to me talk to her so it's kind of cool like seeing people and just their body language but even on zoom we can do it on zoom and it's kind of nice um where my job is i just call people out i'm like right you're you're completely avoiding what she's talking about right now or like he's asking you to to be more present and you just you just rolled your eyes right, um so right. working with couples is, is really cool it's not what i do primarily anymore but it always comes in like the people i work with Tend to be on like the high performing side, so I have a lot of professional athletes, CEOs, executives that I work with on, you know, work I'm life
2: single, s- so, yeah.
0: integration, satisfaction, and their couples always come in. They, the The she relationship wants, part is always there.
1: He wants you to know she's single. I've a lot of really high oh, jobs. Just, if any see, of your uh, case you were looking rich clients yeah. need somebody.
0: If you need any baggage. professional breadcrumbing, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: wonderful
2: idea. Thank you so much. someone yes, you Tracy. really love
0: and you want to
1: do well for, definitely send them
0: to Tracy so she can fuck them up. Done, done. Uh-huh. Listen, it could keep me in business. This is actually really good. This is a good yeah. business model. <laughs> yeah, no, I started in community mental health, which is kind of like the most severe and persistent. And I remember I was working with. Uh, uh, people who are paroled. <laughs> I had a lot of, a lot of guys coming out of prison that I was working with. And I remember one guy showed hot. up, right? Tracy, that's hot. I'll, <laughs> send, I'll send him. send away. Him um, right but I was working with this guy and he came in and his hand, he had like half of a door, like a cabinet door attached to him and his hand was handcuffed to it. And I was like, what's up? <laughs> and he was like, oh, my, my girlfriend, she like if I didn't show up, I was going to get, you know, called back in like I was going to get booked again because I need to come to these sessions so I can, you know, be in good standing. She handcuffed me to this cabinet. So I ripped oh, it off. my god! And he's like, you should have seen the people on the bus. They've never seen a guy handcuffed to a door, a door before. And I'm like, wow, like I'm going to call your parole officer right now. You are doing a great job, sir. Yeah. Like, Wait <laughs> to the plan? <laughs> so like there's been there's been things. There has been things in my life, and I'm so like it's it's always such a privilege to be a part of somebody's story and like have somebody trust you enough to tell you their stuff. Yeah. So like I recommend therapy for everybody because like you can't get that even with your best friends. Like I'm unbiased. If I if I see something's like I'm like this seems off. Like it's not because I like the guy. I don't like the guy. I like your mom. Don't like her. I have no skin in the game. So it's kind of nice when I'm like, hold on, what did you just say? Let's rewind that. Like, that sounds so fucked up.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. I feel like
3: there's such a stigma in that sense for therapy, because like my mom, after my brother died, so much was struggling harder than any of the rest of us. And like, she just didn't want to go because she didn't want to feel like she needed therapy. And I was like, mom, I need therapy. I just can't afford a therapist. Like, I was like, go see somebody. Like I was like, even though I was doing relatively well in comparison, I was like, I know at some point I need to see a therapist unpack this, even if I feel like I'm doing good. I was like, everybody see a therapist. It's a good idea.
1: Good idea. Yeah. 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 No, I'm biased, but I think everybody needs a therapist. Before we let you go, tell us about feelings and other F words. And like, because I do think our listeners that actually need real advice. (laughs)
2: Might, oh, want not from ch- us who know nothing about you. Might it. want to check it
0: out. <laughs> yeah, feelings and other F words is my baby. Um, it's you know, uh, we're, we're doing our first season, we're about six or seven episodes in. And the whole reason I started it because I was talking with my girlfriends and we were having talks exactly like this. And they're like, you should tell people this stuff, like, you should tell people there's like science involved. So I'm breaking down all these F words, like fighting with your in laws and we just did one on forgiveness, which I struggle with, you know, talking about all these different things that come up, but why it happens and how it happens and kind of what the F we can do about it. So I like, um, I like putting my nerdiness to have a direction with it. So if you guys want to hear why we are the way we are and how to fix it. Definitely yeah, do you, come check you mind if I out? keep Guys, you it's on like fucking dial?
2: It's literally free therapy. Like why you're not listening to this? It's as crazy. As well. Yeah, yeah. it's fucking free therapy. This woman is giving out <laughs> legit scientific therapist known like facts. Yeah, not like us who think we know what we're talking about.
3: Yeah, I was about to say I can point out the difference just between earlier when I was like. Yeah, she talks about F words like family, finances, forgiveness, and Tracy goes fucking. And I was like,
1: (laughs) Yeah, in my head, I was like fingering. (laughs)
0: <laughs> we haven't gone there yet all but guess famous. what we need we need all that at some point that but, will like be that's part. the
2: difference between um <laughs> fingering yeah our podcast and hers is like fingering another other back words back to should that. be our show <laughs> fingering <Like>, another other <laughs> words i love that show for us it's, when this one gets canceled we're gonna come back with that
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is
0: amazing that is amazing uh,
2: uh, yeah thank I, you
1: so much dog you thank you for been talking amazing. to us i'm telling you like i would love to keep you on speed dial, and when we need help, <laughs> every episode, um, with real questions, like just to get your wisdom, because, man, you are on point with these things. Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you, ladies. I listen. Call me up. I'm here. I always. I'm a a lifelong baddie. So. keep me up to date
1: and I will see you guys soon. Yeah. Anything that can like make annoy Alan, like where I'm like, Hey, can you do more work and call Dr. Daryl and do all the stuff like that brings me joy. That's my love language. (laughs) So we will definitely see you again. Talk to you again. Thank you so much for doing the show today. Beautiful. Anytime. Thank you. And good luck with your show and, and, um, and God, and keep doing what you're doing. Well, Nanny. talk next time we talk. I want to hear more about those twins. How do you do what you do and have twins? I don't know. I don't. I don't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's the real answer. My nanny's downstairs with them. That's how I do it.
1: <laughs> nice. So is mine. <laughs> there I we call, go. Him Danny. We call him Denny, her <laughs> husband. <laughs> uh, thanks, Doc. We appreciate you so For much. You talk Bye. Um, wow. Dr. Daryl.
2: I awesome. love her. Really awesome. Yeah, she's like our people. You know,
1: she's our people for sure. How come every time we have like a psychotherapist on or any kind
2: of therapy, we become obsessed with her? I don't know. No,
1: they break you down.
2: Um, because I'm the one with the problems. <laughs> I'm single with the kids, not married, like and you're married. A Tracy session. <laughs> <It's> yeah, because <laughs> you have no issues. Excuse me. I have a ton of issues. <laughs> I have a ton of issues, but with just have, like honing in on you, it's like red grubbing she's red grumbing everybody Yeah, mm-hmm. Jessica's because you have a healthy marriage mm-hmm. and a beautiful child and i have uh-huh. three wild animals <laughs> with no one to help me uh-huh. i think it's
3: because like jessica you got the problems but tracy's are right here on her sleeve
1: yeah, yeah. she does yeah 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 it's true it's
3: someone like brings up a problem and tracy's talking. like
1: it me
2: yeah because it always is
1: let's wrap up the episode with a couple more terms here that i save the best for last okay sure shave ducking
2: see what what the fuck is that when you're
1: only attracted to someone because of their beard
2: oh that's that's me
1: <laughs>
2: i won't talk to a guy who doesn't have facial hair
1: <laughs> shave ducking
2: <laughs> it's fucking weird but i really am like that facial hair is like makeup for men
1: yeah it is
2: i don't want to know what you really look like just keep a beard nice beard
1: I'm going to uh, maybe we need to get Dr. Daryl back on the phone because is it hovering or hoovering is the word?
2: No, lie. <laughs>
1: when a toxic and abusive person wants to get back into your life oh, by offering an empty apology, um, hovering, you're waiting to be fulfilled. Yeah, they're not hoovering over you,
2: hoovering. <laughs> that would be like sucking your dick.
1: <laughs> they Hoover vacuum, you Hoover vacuum. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the people that hover over you are like. Or Hoover, hover. Uh, you know, they're like, I'm sorry, I made a mistake, but like they haven't changed. Yeah. So they're Hoovers. So they're hovering, but they're Hoovers pretty much.
2: They're heifers. Is what
1: they are. <laughs> tater tot.
2: You I were, can't believe that these you were
1: this. totting so hard, baby girl. What? What does that mean? Because a tater tot is a young piece of ass that you know is not good for you, but you crave.
2: Oh, yeah. I went like 25 to 28 for a few. <laughs> And, um, I had no intention of 27 is actually the number 27 was one of them. Yeah. Calling Um, all 27 year olds was your actual phrase. Yeah. Well, because that's, I felt like (laughs) it went out like a public service announcement to all of them in the area. So you like tater tots, you're a totter. I think that's normally called a (laughs) cradle robber or a, MILF complex, but
1: okay. Mm. Last word I thought this one was interesting is micro cheating. I feel like you were maybe accused of micro cheating because micro cheating is um cheating but without the physical parts. So maybe like the oh, pers- emotionally, cheating. no, like someone you're dating is like maybe flirting with another
2: person. Oh my god, people are fucking it's not physical but it can be you hurtful. Flirt with other people. You can't flirt with other people. You can't have like confidence in yourself to be like, oh, she's being an innocent flirt. Like that's just my personality. <laughs> I'll flirt with the door.
1: Dan said to me yesterday, he goes, find as many girlfriends as you have guy friends. He goes, fuck, find any girlfriends. It's
2: so yeah, true. you're not allowed to have any. <laughs> He's not yet.
1: allowed to have any girlfriends. I literally ha- have all guy friends. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. He's why like, is that- why he goes why is this allowed? I'm like, mm, I don't make it, the Denny. rules. <laughs> yeah.
2: I do make the rules, Denny. Um, uh,
1: micro cheating, interesting.
2: That's ridiculous.
1: <laughs> caking. So flirting is very like flirting's out. You want to cake, right? So when you're caking, like maybe you act like you're sweeter and you laugh easier, like you're caking hard. Okay. <laughs> I am a big caker. I'm very guilty of caking and being like, <laughs> so sweet, but really I'm an evil demon.
2: I could not have said that better.
1: <laughs> yeah. So these are some words I thought were important for you guys to know. I hope you take some of these with you and you're dating. I hope we go back to words
2: when we used regular words like being a cougar instead of a tater totter.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I feel like we kept it easy and it made sense. It made so much more sense. Like, what the fuck is eclipsing? Who knows? Uh, Mm. But, you know, some of these things like we learned about cockfishing and kitten fishing, caspering, ghosting, haunting, all these things are. Listen, the more, you know, am I right, Alan? Put that in there. The more, you know. When you white-claw someone, some hoe. Um, But really, the only thing I'm taking away from this episode is, What is love? Tracy, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No No mo. mo. Don't forget, guys. New episodes air every Tuesday. So, see you next Tuesday.
2: Even though we are not your best examples. Uh, We're the best you've got. So, cheers, bitches. Cheers rate, download and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. Hosted on dimlywit.com.